it seems a fairly obvious and easy deduction from our world around us, an observation, that ours are a time of increased division, hostility, and polarization. In the world, in our country, in our community, heck, even in the church. Now, I I wonder if this has always been the case, but because of the ease with which we can access not only information, you know, through newspapers and online news sources, but also people's opinions, those are thrown in our face constantly because of social media, that we're simply just more aware of it now than we ever have been. But the facts remain. There is division and polarization. And it's very easy for us in this to just think, well, the the answer lies out in the world, in, in doing something social, in relationship to other people. But we also have to be honest with ourselves that if we look around, not only in our own hearts, which are marked by sin and division, but also in the world around us, there is staggering increase in the number of people, especially young people, who identify as, as lonely, as anxious, as depressed, or even suicidal. God help us. So not only is the world a more divided place, but even the human heart is more divided and uncertain. It's hard to love our enemies when we don't actually love ourselves or we don't know how to love ourselves. Do you know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? I repeat, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? Every Sunday, we come to Mass. And when we come into Mass, we genuflect because God is present in the Eucharist here in the tabernacle. Do you not know that the Holy Spirit dwells in you? That you, in the waters of baptism, were made God's beloved child. And yet so easy is it for us to seek out our identity in any number of other things. In our politics, in our education, in our sexuality, in our understanding of our job or or our place in the world. And none of those things in and of themselves are bad. But we are first and foremost children of God. Temples of the Holy Spirit. God doesn't just choose to be in relationship with us, for us to be able to know Him. God made His home in our soul, in the sacrament of baptism. And we are then called to emanate and forth from that understanding into everything that we do. When we understand, in spite of our brokenness, in spite of our sins, in spite of the pains and the difficulties of life around us, that I am beloved, that I am desired, that I am cherished and known, then it helps me in those moments of difficulty to love other people in their woundedness and brokenness and difficulties and pain. But we must first start with the fact that we are temples of the Holy Spirit. We heard it in both the first reading and the gospel. We heard it in the first reading from the book of Leviticus. Be holy for the Lord your God is holy. Well, okay, yes, God is holy, but I'm not God. 
You've been made one with God through the outpouring of the graces of the Holy Spirit and baptism. You have been united with God. St. Athanasius said this in the third century. God became a human being so that human beings could be God. So we could be one with God. When we recognize that I am his temple, his beloved, then holiness is almost as natural as breathing. But when we see this division, even between myself and God, what pours out from us is further brokenness and division. And I'm, I want to be clear here. Like, I think there's a temptation and a challenge within our Christian life to think to go one way or the other, right? If we're too outward focused, we lose focus on the internal person. But if we're too internal focused, we lose focus on the fact that we're called to serve God and to be the light and the salt that we heard in the world. And so we have, we have this back and forth. We find ourselves by losing ourselves in relationship to other people. So it's not like it's all just go and find out who you are and you will figure it out. We find that out also in relationship. We need other people. We need the poor and to serve them and to give of ourselves because in doing so, we are more and more in touch with the fact that we are God's beloved child. We come to see our worth is not in the fact that we have something, that we have power or honor or wealth or something like that, but that we are known and loved in the depths of our soul. And what we can offer people is that love. In the Acts of the Apostles, St. Peter and St. John are walking and this crippled man asks for some money and he says, gold and silver I don't have, but what I do have is faith in Christ Jesus. So I tell you, get up and walk. And what happens? The guy gets up and walks for the first time in his life. That's what we offer people. But when we know that, we can then love in the world and in relationships in more profound and prophetic ways. And in the coming days, we will start uh, the holy season, the holy fast of Lent. And what does God want from us? He wants our hearts. He wants us to be holy. He doesn't want you to give up chocolate. That's a good thing only if it leads you to loving him and loving your neighbor better. He doesn't want you to give up coffee. If you're going to be a terrible person for 40 days of Lent, keep drinking coffee and strive to be a holier and better person. That's what God wants. He wants us to be holy. He wants us to be one with him. It seems almost nonchalant here at the end, this line from Jesus, doesn't it? So be holy just like God is holy. Ho-hum, that's easy, right? We all know that to be very difficult and hard. But yet when we come to the Lord as his beloved, as his temple, we can't help but think, Lord, how can I strive to be holier in this situation? It becomes as natural as breathing or as drinking water. We can't think of a life that isn't oriented toward growing in holiness and doing God's will. Because when we look at the word here in Greek, it's teleon. In, in Latin, the word is perficio, which we take as perfect. And we, can, we think of perfect as that which doesn't have any blemishes, that which has never made a mistake or anything like that. But that's really not what the Greek and the Latin get at. So a perfect stone or a teleon in terms of a, a work of art or something is something that is simply just the way it should be. It has integrity. A perfect stone is a stone that has the same quality on the exterior as it does on the interior. And that's what an identity rooted in Christ allows us to be. Are we going to make mistakes? Yes. Are we going to sin? Yes. 
But are we going to strive more and more to be the same person at work, at family, at all of the different things when we're alone than we are here with God in church? Yes, that's what we can become. That's what we are being made to be. And that's what the holy season of Lent is offering to us in a few days, brothers and sisters. This opportunity to strip away those things that keep us from God and from loving others so that we can love other people. Give up screen time so you can spend it with your beloved. Give up those, you know, the, the, the Starbucks, maybe not coffee, but give up the Starbucks and take that money and give it to the poor. And then what happens? We become more and more like the God whose temple we are. And that holiness that is seemingly unreachable becomes a part of who we are and our understanding of ourselves. And the division in the world and the difficulties and the the politicization and all of that becomes not something to be afraid of, but the mission field for which we were created and given life in this time. Because as beloved children of God, as temples of God, we believe that God created us for here and for now. For the realities and the challenges that we all face. And we believe, because we are his beloved children, that he has won and that he is winning in our hearts. But we need to give him a little bit more each and every day so that that victory may be complete not only in us, but in everyone and in everything that we go out and touch and interact with. Division is real, but so is the unity, so is the identity, so is the power that comes from Jesus Christ.